You are listening to the Refresher Ladies Podcast. I'm Angie Christensen, and I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to today's lesson. Join me and occasional guest speakers as we dive into God's Word to be challenged and refreshed. Hello, it's great to see you. I hope you are enjoying the holiday season. So when you watch or listen to this, it might be past the holidays, but for me, we are the week of Christmas. So it's festive and it's fun. We'll talk a little bit more about that in a moment, but let's go to Lord in prayer. Give him this time that we have together. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for your grace and your mercies that are new each day. Lord, thank you for the gifts that you give us all throughout the year, all throughout the day, seasons of life, years. And Lord, may we recognize that it all comes from you. In a season where we're busy about doing things for others and getting things done with uh, often high expectations, may we put you first, Lord, and remember that you are the reason for the season. May you bless this time that we have together. Uh, I give it to you. I pray that you would encourage the ladies that will be watching and listening to this. And may we glean from your word truths that you gave so long ago, but yet they're so relevant today. Thank you, Lord, for all that you've done. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so again, this is the week of Christmas for me while we're recording this. And everything's festive about maybe you live in a part of the country where it's chilly, cold, or even snowy. I am a bit jealous of you. I don't want to live in it, but here in Southern California, we've been in the 80s. So I like sometimes when it's a little chillier for Christmas. So I'm praying for some cooler weather. Uh, It just helps it feel a little bit more like Christmas. But nonetheless, it's a busy time. I ran some errands a little bit ago with my daughter and parking lots are full. Sometimes lines are long. It's very easy to um, get off track to maybe with your spirit even get off track with the busyness or maybe another rude person. But we need to remember Jesus is the reason for the season. Yes, the season we're in, but as we're about to enter 2021, The new year, it's a great time, ladies, as we end out this year of 2020, don't let, don't end it rather in a negative note. You may have had a rough year like many, many people, but it wasn't all bad. God is still good. He's still on the throne and he's still in control. So today we're going to be talking about scheduling with God's purpose. So everyone's different, but some of you ladies out there, might be the type that have a schedule day planner and you write everything down. You've got every hour or half an hour written down to a T. You follow it. Others use your phone. Some use alarms. And then there are those that don't use anything and just see what comes their way. Regardless of all of that, it does talk in the word of God about how we're supposed to order our days. Psalm 37, 23 is excellent. It says the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delighteth in his way. So ladies, when God, God says when we, we order things, when we're scheduled, when we have a purpose about our day and our plan and our life, it says that God will delight in you. I don't know about you, but I really want him to delight in me. You know, my family, uh, what's going on in my life. Yes, it can be selfish, but sometimes it's just for those that you love. But God wants us to do things in order. Psalm 119, 133 is another one. It says, now he, this is a, a plea or request. It says, order my steps in thy word and let not any iniquity have dominion over me. This verse is tremendous. 
Um, I think a whole message could be developed off of it because the word iniquity, a, a lot of times we will lump up together three particular words in the Bible, which are sin, transgression, and iniquity. And while they have things in common, they are not the same. So iniquity, which is uh, really very different than the other two, it is really the permission that you give yourself to sin. It is the excuses. It's the justification. And sometimes we don't verbalize them, but I know myself, I am guilty of this one. I will excuse away. It's okay. It's not as bad as whatever. Or I'll only do it this one time. Or nobody really knows. Or it's only my thoughts. Things like that. That's the iniquity in our life. Well, here it says that he was asking, order my steps and thy word, asking God, help me to order my day. I need some help here. But then it says, let not any iniquity, those excuses, have dominion over me. He knew that if he didn't have God's order in his day, all of those excuses and the iniquity were going to just take over. And really, it can overwhelm you. So I've got two more scriptures before we get into a little bit uh, different angle. 1 Corinthians 14, 40. I love this one as well. Let all things be done decently and in order. So your house may not be exactly what some people call spring clean right now, just spick and span, ready for white glove inspection. However, our houses should be in order so that really I try to teach my children and we've tried to live this way in our home most of our life that if anyone were to pop in unawares, unexpected, a visitor, whatever it might be, would your house be presentable? And you might think, oh no, you know, that sinking feeling right away. And that's not me and that's not right now. But it doesn't have to be perfect. But do you get up every day? Do you make your bed? Oh, why did I have to say that, right? So everybody's different. I'm the type of person who has to make my bed just almost right away. Um, I don't do the military folds and all the rest, tucking everything in, but if my bed isn't made, I just feel like I can't leave. It's just, it really bothers me. Now there's other things that I let go that maybe would be a pet peeve of yours, but you know, do we have things at least picked up? That's something that, you know, the Lord, you might think, oh, it doesn't matter. It's just my home, but it's a reflection, you know, of where you're at with the Lord, where you're at with your family. Does your family matter enough to you? For you to keep a clean home. Then Genesis 24, 27 B. I being in the way the Lord led me. Now this verse in particular isn't necessarily talking about scheduling and orderly order. Excuse me. But are you in the way for God to lead you? Are, is your heart in the right position that if God said, Oh, this is a surprise one, but this is an area I need you to fix. God says, I want you to schedule your day. I want you to be cleaner. Are you in the way of the Lord that you're walking with him, that you'd be able to hear him and that he, you would let him lead you? Um, you know, God made you with and on purpose, and he has a specific plan for you. Yes, in your life, but in your day today. Are you looking for what that plan is? Here's a question for you. What are you doing on purpose today to help you accomplish the will of God tomorrow? So we want to be walking with him today, but if I just throw in the towel and oh, whatever happens about my day doesn't matter. I don't need to pick up things. I don't need to go to work. I don't need to, you know, make meals for my family. 
so that tomorrow is just a wreck because you let everything go today and you think, Lord, and you got to go all the way back. Ladies, that's no way to live. Sometimes we have those days where um, we're not feeling well or something, you know, interrupted your schedule, but your every day ought not be like that. Listen to this quote I found somewhere. Today is the day that you set that you set the stage for tomorrow. It's so important to live with a schedule and with order today. Uh, I found this um, interesting little story. It says the English poet Alexander Pope wrote, "As the twig is bent, so grows the tree." When new trees are planted, stakes are often put into the ground beside the tree. You've probably seen that or maybe done that yourself. The stakes are there for a purpose, which is to train the tree to grow straight and tall. Those stakes work remarkably well if they are put into a place when the tree is young. But if to develop, excuse me, but if crooked growth has been allowed to develop for several years, they will not be effective. So rules and scheduling for children and family work much the same way. We are God's children, and this still applies to us. So ladies, uh, the stake or stick in your life to help you grow straight is the word of God. Are you making sure it's in your life each and every day? Um, Acts eleven twenty three and 24, it's just talking about Barnabas, says, who, when he came, and had seen the grace of God was glad and exhorted them all that with purpose of heart they would cleave unto the Lord. For he was a good man and full of the Holy Ghost and of faith, and much people was added unto the Lord. You know, Barnabas had a purpose. He went on some missionary journeys and he scheduled it in his life. He wanted to make sure it happened so that the lives of others would be impacted for Christ. I have five points for you, just quick little thoughts about things to remember when God changes your schedule. So this is a two-part lesson, and next week in the second part, we're going to get into um, a little bit more on the actual scheduling, but I want to first give you some some um, thought, food for thought, really from the Word of God, of how we deal with change. You know, sometimes you get a phone call on a day where you're doing great with your schedule, but it just, your schedule gets ripped up because plans changed. Well, how do we do with, how do we deal with that as women and train to walk with the Lord? Number one, remember the sovereignty of God. Uh, through all of it, whether it's a major or a minor change in your schedule, God is in control. If anything, we can say that for 2021. You know, news has changed by the hour. Sometimes you have plans one way and then things have changed the other. It's It's been a very much of a wild roller coaster ride of a year for so many and really much of the world people. Uh, but in all of that, God is in control. Number two, remember others who are hurting. You might get an interruption to your schedule and it might be a great hurt or maybe it's just an inconvenience that things change for you, but remember there's others who are hurting. You know, um, we've made some visits uh, through people, two people in our church, and just uh, making those visits, but also seeing other homes or other people, remembering maybe people who have gone on. I was communicating with my children how Christmas is a wonderful time, but not for everybody. 
Some people, it's very sorrowful. Maybe it's the very date that they lost a loved one. Maybe it's a time of loneliness because loved ones have gone on or life has changed. But that doesn't mean it needs to stay that way for those people. Um, you know, if we're blessed and walking with the Lord and the Lord, we're not in that same place in our life. It's our job and responsibility to look for those that are hurting and lift them up more than ever during the Christmas season. You know, it's a little bit easier uh, in our family because my youngest daughter is born on Christmas Eve and very late in the night. She's due Christmas Day, but she came Christmas Eve. And so it's a happy time. It's a birthday time. It's celebrating the Lord and a birthday in our family. But it may not be like that for you. But I just want you to remember that it's still, again, God is in control. And there's so many people that we could encourage, even though we could be hurting ourselves. Number three, remember to give thanks. Um, There's so many um, things with the holidays that go along with anxiety and worry. But really, the root of it all is high expectations. Um, We're expecting things to go a certain way. We're expecting to get or to give a certain way. And um, that's one thing about me. I, I enjoy Thanksgiving a little bit more because those expectations aren't really there. But that doesn't mean that I don't um, celebrate Christmas the same way. It's actually given me an opportunity to teach and train my kids that we need to always, always keep in the forefront of our mind giving and giving thanks. We could give gifts to all sorts of people, but did you give thanks to God for his ultimate gift, Jesus Christ, during this season? Number four, remember to pray. We can think we're walking with the Lord, read our Bible, say some prayers for meals or prayers for people that we hear are going through a surgery or a tough time. But are you really having your private prayer time with the Lord? It's very easy to let that slip in the busyness of life. And I encourage you ladies to get back to that prayer time with the Lord. And number five, remember to seek the Holy Spirit. In scheduling and interruptions to our schedule, we need the Holy Spirit more than ever. We need his help every day to remember how to speak to people, what not to say, when to say it, uh, when to just be quiet. Usually that's the answer more often than not. But the Holy Spirit is the one that can give you that wisdom, that discretion that we lack just in our natural human flesh. Proverbs 16, 2 says, all the ways of a man are clean in his own eyes, but the Lord weigheth the spirits. God knows our hearts, our true intentions. Uh, We can say, oh, I'm just looking forward to such and such or something event at Christmas. But with the new year coming as well, are you giving God a chance to work in your heart? Maybe, ladies, you're one of those, um, you know, ultimate schedules and planner type people. But God says, I still want you to do that, but I'm going to throw you a couple curveballs. Sometimes we trust in our schedule too much that if my schedule doesn't get done, my family's going to know about it. And that ought not to be said about you either. We should be able to schedule with a purpose, but have the balance of a good spirit. So ladies, I'm glad that you tuned in today and I'm looking forward to next week. And next time you hear or see me, it will be 2021. So um, happy new year and Merry Christmas to you. And we're going to get into part two next time. Thank you for joining me today for our Refresher Ladies Podcast. I hope that you have been blessed and will go about your day with rejoicing. 
For more information or any questions, you can find our ministry online at cornerstonefallbrook.org.